Welcome to Episode 5 of the Hilton Head Island Cast, powered by Palmera. I'm your host, Mandy Rosenberry. Join me as we dive into all the wonderful things to do, see, eat, and hear on our little island. On this episode, we get tastefully tacky as we discuss the beloved Dove Street Festival of Lights, and then we hear some wonderful music by the Small Talks. Welcome to another episode of Hilton Head Island Cast, powered by Palmera. We are bringing in the Christmas cheer island style as we learn some history of the Dove Street Festival of Lights and its rebirth at the Shelter Cove Town Center. A simple celebration in a quiet South End neighborhood for the birth of a baby turned into a beloved Hilton Head Island tradition and now is in its new home at the beautiful Shelter Cove Town Center and is growing every year. To top it all off, this event has raised over $100,000 for local charities and much more. Joining me today is Ronnie Albritton, General Manager of Shelter Cove Town Center, and Denise Spencer, President and CEO of the Community Foundation of the Low Country. Welcome, y'all. Thank you so much for coming into the podcast today. Thank, thank you. you for having us. Awesome. So who do we have to thank for starting this tradition? Well, it started three years ago. Um, we had uh, to come up with some, with having a brand new shopping center on the island, we wanted to give it some pizzazz during the holidays, and we racked our brains trying to think of what we could do. Certainly, we could have decorated it with lights and, mm-hmm. and gone that route, but we really wanted something that would bring the community to together right our, our center looks like a, a community with a main street feel right so we thought of dove street it had not been taking place for several years mm-hmm. and we thought of the possibility of reviving it um, so our ad agency world design marketing uh, met with the founders of dove street okay and talked at length about what we could do to bring it back to life and they have been on board ever since so we've worked together really closely paul beckler and rob lolick paul and christy actually uh, were the founders and they have worked with us every step of the way we don't we didn't want to take away any of thing that people have those really strong feelings toward Mm -hmm. dove street but we wanted to give the community someplace where they could come to and still celebrate and have something fun for their whole family. Right. And you do it well. That's so so we've, we've spent a lot of time, a lot of money, a lot of hours in putting this event on. And this mm-hmm. being the third year, it has just grown bigger and better each year. Absolutely. So we're, we're really pleased with it. Great. Great. So, um, so it started really just on Dove Street down in Hilton Head just a, a couple of neighbors getting together to put up some lights to celebrate this baby. And then they, you know, over time decided to get together and, and link their lights and create this event. Um, so many people here have great memories of driving down um, in the tunnel of lights, just sort of um, overwhelmed with all of the holiday cheer. Um, and they started taking in donations Correct. Uh, We wanted a charitable component because Mm -hmm. the original Dove Street did have Deepwell as a recipient for any donations that they accepted. So we thought about that and got Deepwell on board and programs for exceptional people. Mm -hmm. 
And those were our two first charities the first year. Okay. So we had the volunteers collect money and canned goods and whatever throughout the whole event, and mm-hmm. that turned out really well. Good. So the second year, we decided that was that went so well that we decided to add another charity, and that being the Island Rec Center. Okay. So the second year, they were a big part of it, and that just means more volunteers and more right. money donated. So um, they they were been tremendous to work with. So this year, we have added another charity, the um, Disaster, I could never get this exactly right, Disaster (laughs) Relief and Recovery Fund. So, um, and Deep Well is not a part of it this year. They have had their hands full with some other things at the time. So our three charities are that, PEP again, and the Island Rec Center again. All right. Well, tell me a little bit about the Community Foundation of the Low Country and this um, disaster relief fund. I'm happy to. The Community Foundation has been a part of this part of the world for 20 years, more mm-hmm. than 20 years. And one of the aspects of our work, in addition to grant making, which everyone knows that we do in supporting nonprofit organizations, and providing donors opportunities to do their philanthropy through the Mm -hmm. Community Foundation um, is to create um, community um, safety nets. And in 2004, the board of the Community Foundation decided that we needed to have a disaster recovery and rebuilding fund. And so they put some money in it and it has been invested and grown through the years and um, in the hope that we would never need it. Right. But um, <laughs> we had a very highly articulated plan for how to deal with that. We had grant guidelines developed. Wonderful. We had memos of understanding with first responders, mm-hmm. such as Deep Well, Red Cross, Bluffton Self-Help, mm-hmm. so that we could get money out the door to them immediately upon such a disaster. And we were um, amazed at how well all of that planning worked for us this year. <laughs> Um, And because one of the roles of the Community Foundation is to create an opportunity for donors to do their philanthropy through our organization, we can be a fiscal agent for charitable projects. We became the fiscal agent for the Dove Street Festival of Lights um, last year Mm -hmm. so that all of the donations that volunteers collect while they're um, assisting with that festival can come to the community foundation and then be divided among the recipient charities. Um, And if people want to make an extra donation, they can do that and get a tax deduction for it. So um, we were very pleased Mm -hmm. to be able to be a fiscal agent, to be able to to provide the framework that was necessary for this charitable opportunity, never believing, never anticipating in a million years that we would also be a recipient. And right. so the the Disaster uh, Recovery and Rebuilding Fund is one of over 300 different funds that we have at the Community Foundation. And this year, it's particularly fitting um, with such a wonderful outreach of community um, support right. that our fund was, um, was selected to be a recipient this year. So we're really excited about that. Awesome. Yeah, for our listeners who maybe don't know, are not aware, um, in the beginning of October, our island was visited by a hurricane, and we are 
Um, still dealing with lots of cleanup and recovery. Um, we have, there's more sunshine shining through our trees, lots of trees to be removed and um, damage to be repaired. And um, we, our community is knitting itself together tighter and tighter as we work together, neighbor and neighbor, to get this done. And this is just another wonderful way um, to make that happen, to fund that. And um, another fantastic place to gather as a community to build uh, friendships and alliances and uh, things and have share memories together. Um, let's discuss just a little bit of what you have in store for visitors of the Dove Street Festival of Lights at the town center. Sure, sure. Um, we hope that everybody has a chance to come visit our what we call tastefully tacky display <laughs> of lights. That was, it's I believe, um, named that years ago at the Dove Street because it's a very eclectic feel. There's no rhyme or reason. There's no, um, you know, organization of the lights. It's just a, an extreme amount of color, <laughs> and we have all sorts of characters, interactive characters. Yes. We have carolers, whether it's a school group or a church group or a community group. Fun. We have face painting. We have clowns. We have caricatures. Um, we have snow bubbles, the yes. little bubbles. The kids absolutely love that. They sure do. So there's a lot of great picture-taking opportunities, mm -hmm. whether you just drive through and experience it going down through the tunnel, or you get out, park your car, bring your kids, mm -hmm. and really make a night of it. Right. We also have the great restaurants and the shopping to go along with all of this. Yes. And the merchants have really gone all out, decorated their stores, trying to make everybody feel at home mm -hmm. like it was on Dove Street. Right. It really is. So we're real excited about it this year. The merchants are on board and have been since day one. They are fully supporting it 100%, and it has been phenomenal for everybody. That is wonderful. So if people want to give to the Community Foundation of the Low Country or to PEP. Um, where, where do they need to go once they get to the festival? There are volunteers that are stations on the side of the street, so they can either drive through and drop off their money, or okay. like I said earlier, they could either park and get out. And um, there are collectors there that are volunteers from these three charities, um, and they're volunteering every night their time to be able to collect for these charities. Mm, that's wonderful. Can you tell me what you will do with some of these funds? What what is, this is going to enable in our community? Absolutely. We have a very abbreviated grant process mm -hmm. um, from our normal, okay. which um, allows nonprofits that are working front lines with people who are facing some of the devastation that um, was caused by the hurricane can um, can apply for funding and we are able to get money out the door fairly quickly small grants of up to five thousand dollars go out within less than a week um, generally and um, larger grants of up to twenty thousand um, dollars we have a small committee that makes decisions and it's going to be within a couple of weeks that those grants get out so we are eager to help nonprofits to get their um, to get support Mm -hmm. for this frontline work that they're doing. There are yes. still a number of people who um, are displaced, yes. who have um, who have food needs, who mm -hmm. did not have the ability to work during evacuation, mm -hmm. who spent money that they didn't really have to evacuate. So there are a lot of people that are hurting and have a lot of Absolutely. needs and um, dealing with cleanup and 
home damage and all of those things. So Mm -hmm. um, our website provides an opportunity for people to both donate to the fund, to volunteer with nonprofits who are needing volunteers to help them with um, a lot of the the issues that they're dealing with, and then also to apply for grant funding. So okay. one stop shopping for. And all what of is them. that website? It is CF, as in Community Foundation, mm-hmm. CF Lowcountry.org. Wonderful. And I'd like to give a shout out to the um, Leadership Hilton head class of this year because they are providing the volunteer help. For the Community Foundation down Wonderful. at the Dove Street Festival of Lights. So thank you so much to those um, leaders in the community that are helping us with our effort. Mm-hmm. Let's take a break for just a minute and listen to some music by The Small Talks, who we will hear later in this podcast. So we drove, kicked up some dust, lifted our hands, felt the freedom of us. It was the first time we knew that we could fly The Queens of Cockle Road, you and I Don't forget to stick around and listen to the small talks at the end of our discussion about the Dove Street Festival of Lights. So what do we have looking forward in the future? Well, that's a good question. Uh, it has just been, um, we built on this for three years. We've added something <laughs> better new every, every year. year. <laughs> Last year, we added the 30-foot Christmas tree that you see in the park now, mm-hmm. and it is just a phenomenal hit. It's absolutely it's breathtaking. So beautiful. So who knows? Um, the town has jumped on board, and they've decorated the park with beautiful white lights. The mm-hmm. pavilion is decorated. The trees are decorated. This year, we've also added, or it's part of Dove Street, but the Island Rec Center is sponsoring it, is an ice skating rink. Okay. And I wanted to stress it's not real ice. We're in the South. Right. So it's a little <laughs> Reality <difficult> check. <laughs> to have real ice. It is a synthetic ice product, but it will be real skates. Oh, my And goodness. I think it will be a real hit with all the families. It's, you know, most of these kids here who will... Not ever see an ice skating rink. That's true. This is a That's real true. opportunity. My children are very excited about this. So, <laughs> Yes, I think it'll be a big hit. So mm-hmm. um, so we'll see. Um, so the future, we have no idea. It's, uh, it's something that we all meet and talk about together and see what we can add to it each year. Right. So who knows what next year will bring. We want to see it from space. Oh, I, <laughs> somehow I think that might happen. <laughs> That's so great. It's like the Griswold family Christmas tree all in Absolutely. So wonderful. Absolutely. Well, thank you both so much for joining us. Um, will you please just briefly share um, your websites again and any information that might be important about um, what people need to know about it? Well, I would, I would like to say that I'm appreciative of the leadership of Dove Street that they are able to be flexible in meeting community needs Mm -hmm. based on what might be going on at the time, which is why the Community Foundation was able to be a part of this this year. And it is my sincere hope that the Disaster Recovery and Rebuilding Fund will not be a necessary part of Dove Street next year. Yes. Um, Though we have many other funds that could be a part of that. But but let's just just hope that Disaster Recovery (laughs) and Rebuilding is not part of it. Our website, again, is cf-lowcountry.org. And again, you can go there to make a contribution 
to uh, volunteer or if your nonprofit needs volunteers, you can um, work with us to list those opportunities there and also um, to, to apply for grants. Okay. And give me, forgive me, I forgot to even ask, what are the dates of this and what times can people come and see these lights? It's going on now and it will continue through December 31st and it is 6 till 10 p.m. Okay, 6 to 10. And we have two great websites with a lot of information. So you can go to sheltercovetowncenter.com, which is for the town center, or you can go to welcome to sheltercove.com, which encompasses all of Shelter Cove. Okay. So they have a lot of information and should be able to help everyone. Excellent. All right. Well, thank you again so much for joining me, Ronnie Albritton and Denise Spencer, for sharing your time with us. I cannot wait to take my kids down there to dance in the snow and sing and frolic. And my teenagers forget that they're teenagers. And I will take advantage (laughs) of every moment of that that I possibly can. Um, And I just want to thank Blanche Sullivan for all of her help bringing this together tonight and getting our guests um, so wonderful. So thank you all so very much. Thank you for having us. Excellent. We, uh, we will be right back. Listen to some music from the Small Talks. All right, and now we're back, and we are joined by Megan and Amy, the Small Talks, a local group here on the island. Um, welcome, girls. Hello. Hello. Thank you so much for coming in tonight. I cannot wait to hear your music. Um, so tell me a little bit about your, yourselves, your group. How long have you been in this area? I moved here when I was five, so I've been here a little over 30 years. And uh, so I'm pretty much as Closest to being a local. Oh, you're a local. As as they come. (laughs) And I moved here a little over six years ago. You're pretty much a local, too. Yeah. All right. (laughs) Excellent. Well, um, so tell me a little bit about your musical inspiration. Oh, my gosh. Um, I tend to flock towards the women that kind of paved the road. Uh, Mm -hmm. The, you know, Hart and Blondies and Lita Ford. And um, if they did something to sort of to change the way music was at that time for women. Um, we were talking Loretta Lynn. And uh, so our, our music seems to um, show the influences of a lot of older souls, older country, but um, we've got some some newer. We were talking, who, who yeah. else were we saying? I mean, I, I love Dolly Parton. I think she's amazing. Yes. And so she's always been, uh, she's just somebody that's made me want to start you know learning to to write music and sing and everything um and uh elliot smith is a huge influence uh for songwriting lily allen um we were talking earlier too like you could take you know lena del rey and pink and put them in any any genre and they're still relevant and it's just those sorts of people that just they're unique and, and different, um, but especially those those women, the Dollies and the Lita Fords and people that sort of paved, especially Hart. I mean, there weren't oh there gosh. weren't Hart. There yes. was nothing like I that. Love um, Hart. So um, and we we take a lot of pride in that. We uh, we hear a lot that it's it's so nice to see just two females on their own, um, and so we are that we are that duo on the island, yes. that, that girl duo, and we love that. You know, um, 
So yeah, that's kind of where we are. Where we are with the we we love them, and hopefully, it comes out in our music. Awesome. Then um, how did you two find each other? <laughs> it's actually a, an ironically funny story. My husband knew her husband growing up. Oh. And I um, work at One Hot Mamas, uh-huh. and her husband used to come in and eat all the time. And it was as simple as I was looking for somebody to play music with. My music has always my my voice has always been my instrument, and I uh-huh. needed you know some right. some addition to that and uh i walked up to their table and he was like this is my wife amy do you need a guitar player she sings and writes the most amazing music ever oh. and i don't even think i hesitated and i walked up to orchid and i was like i have it together when can we start we'd yes. never even played together and so the first time that we did was downstairs in my house and we just looked at each other and we were just like yes like, oh man! Yeah, um, we we prayed together that night. We it just everything was just like it was meant to be from that oh, second. And it's just it's oh. been that way ever since. People always ask if we're sisters, and I think we are. We just somehow or another got displaced along the way. Oh man, that is what a good story! Yeah. Oh, I love it. All right, well, will you play a song for us, please? Of course. All right, what have you got for us? Uh, this is a new um, original. We are working on a fall album to put out um, in the spring or summer, and uh, this is the one of two of the first real original uh, small talk songs. And awesome. uh, so Amy wrote this one, and yeah. well, Amy writes all of them because she's phenomenal. <laughs> so I'll let her introduce it. Okay. This one's called "The Queens of Kunkel Road." All right, <laughs> let's hear it. Six months short of sixteen and the world was at our feet It was covered in a dirt road that the town still called a street Our boyfriends were in rock bands that we watched on TRL Guess they left us feeling restless like we had to raise some hell So we drove, kicked up some dust Lifted our hands, felt the freedom of us. It was the first time we knew that we could fly. The Queens of Cockle Road, you and I. Staring at a cornfield, bored was all we knew. We shared a look of mistress, what were we gonna do? Keys were in the visor and your daddy wasn't home No one there to guide us, our devices were our own So we drove, kicked up some dust Lifted our hands, felt the freedom of us It was the first time we knew that we could fly the Queens of Conkle Road, you and I How did we make it out alive? I never know, but it sure was fun to drive So we drove, kicked up some dust Lifted our hands, felt 
the freedom of us It was the first time we knew that we could fly The Queens of Congo Road, you and I The Queens of Congo Road, you and I Woo! Oh, that was beautiful! Thank you! Thank you. Oh my Thank gosh! You. Oh, I love your sound. Oh, thank you. <laughs> um, all right. Well, so where can people find you? Do you have a website, a Facebook page? Oh, my goodness. Yes. We've got a Twitter account, uh, okay. Facebook, Instagram. They're all the small talks. Okay. Um, so it's really easy. It's just us. Um, and uh, that's pretty much it for social media right okay. now. Do you have a local standing gig? We do. We play um, every Monday night in the courtyard between the Lodge and One Hot Mamas. And nice. uh, we'll be doing that still for quite some time. Okay. Uh, and uh, then, of course, we do, you know, a lot of um, personal hired gigs and such. Uh, right. So that's kind of where we are right now. I had a baby, and she's got twins and in school. So that's sort of what we're doing right now. But we're we're open. We're open for more always. Yeah. <laughs> um, so... Can people contact you via your Facebook page if they want to find out about yes, those? Yes, we are also gigs? we are also the Small Talks Music Gmail com. Awesome, excellent. We are going to have all of the information on the website. So if you're listening to the podcast and you don't have a chance to write everything down, you can just check the blog and it's all right there. And make sure that you uh, find these girls out while they're playing. Um, so you've got a local gig. That's fantastic. What? Tell me, what are some of your thoughts, favorite things about the local music scene? Because we might live in this tiny little island, but the music scene here is really good. It is. Um, she is able to dive in a lot more, um, mm-hmm. and this is probably more her her genre with some of the um, open mic nights and, and mm-hmm. stuff that um, she takes part in more of that than I do. Yeah, the the boardroom is awesome. It has a great um, every Sunday they have the the swamp fire sessions and just a ton of amazing musicians there. It's really great to see, you know, new people get up and everything. Uh, Big bamboo as well. Mm-hmm. Um, there's just a lot of talent on this island. So those there are some really is. some of my favorite spots to kind of <laughs> scope it out. Yeah. Awesome. All right. Well, um, do you have another song for us? We sure do. All right. Let's hear it. <laughs> This one um, was my favorite one that Amy wrote and fell in love with it, and so I'm really excited to be part of this one. Awesome. It's very relevant to right now. (laughs) All right, this one's called Good News. Well, I wake up, watch the tube, you know they're gonna paint it blue there. Hey, no. Well, I checked the mail, but what's the use? It says I failed to pay my dues. There ain't no good news. Well, I had to work. It's time to go just to find out my clock is slow. There ain't no good news. Good news. Good news. There ain't no My love, I make a date. He says he's made a big mistake. There ain't no good news. So I make my dinner and I burn it black. I scrape. 
rip it off, I'd choke it back there Ain't no good news So I switch it to my Facebook feed It's just Molly being Molly there Ain't no good news Good news Good news There ain't no good news Now it's a crime nowhere I heard They'll shoot you dead right away You stood there Ain't no good news I can't watch anymore Nancy Grace All the show is Jody's murder face there Ain't no good news And I hear the start of World War Three is happening to you and me there Ain't no good news Good news Good news Good news Good news Good news Well, we like to wrap up every one of our segments asking our guests if you had a special spot or a thing that you um, love to do here and you wouldn't want uh, any visitors to miss out on, what would that be? I think for me, hands down, it's the festivals, you know, the stuff that's coming up here in the fall and uh, even in the spring, I think that the, you know, October through November and the March time is my favorite. You get Wing Fest and Burgers oh and Brews and just so much fun. There's the Halloween stuff for kids and yeah. it's just everything. I always get a babysitter because I know I'm going. It's just my favorite favorite thing to do is the festivals is on the island. So good. Yeah. Excellent. Honestly, I think I mean it's just an island staple, the Tiki Hut. Um, yes. <laughs> there's always great live music there. Um, you get to watch everybody playing volleyball and you know good drinks. It's just a fun time. So. Perfect. Oh, those are two fantastic things. Oh, I love it. Well, thank you so much, Megan and Amy. The small talks, ladies and gentlemen. Please make sure that when you are in town, you find them and and uh, hear one of their live shows. And uh, go ahead and like them on Facebook and follow all the links on the blog. Thank you so much for joining us. Thank you. Thank this was you. awesome. Thanks a lot. Thank you for joining us for today's podcast. I hope you enjoyed it as much as I did. Make sure you visit our website at HiltonHeadIslandCast.com. Please subscribe to us on iTunes, Google Play, and anywhere you find your podcasts. And if you really like us, leave a review. If you have any questions or have something you'd like to share, email me. It's Mandy at HiltonHeadIslandCast.com. If you want to know how vacationing on Hilton Head Island is meant to be, visit PalmeraVacationClub.com. Thank you, and Merry Christmas. Join us next time as we dive into more about our wonderful island.